Welcome to House of Decline. It's yet another Whee! episode with uh, me, your host, Steven. And of course, we have Alex here. Whee! And before we get into the show, I want to ask everyone to go to patreon.com slash house of decline. Check out the stuff we got up on there. We got daily comics. You can't get anywhere else. It's pretty cool. Can't get anywhere else, you know, yeah. unless people start pirating them and then we'll kill them. That's uh, unpiratable. You could never pirate an image. Uh, yeah, you the can't technology do that. is not there yet. They don't. It's it's true. You know that's why we're preparing for it. We're we're trying to pitch it to various high speed firms. You know technology. Right. You know, speaking of technology, we got some emails. We got, we got some, some fan emails. Mail. Um, I think we got one from Zach a couple weeks ago, which we didn't have time to read last week because uh, we were interviewing musical prodigy Jim E. Brown. Only 19 years old. Yeah. Only 19 years old. Um, Alex, why don't you uh, read out what uh, Zach had to say? Uh, so, Zach, a wonderful uh, listener from Australia, he said, Holy fuck, Elon, I thought we were going to fix this. A bot nicks me for speaking to you like a normal Aussie. Seven-day suspension from essentially anything but liking and DMing. Thought you all would laugh at this, though, so I wanted to share. And uh, the tweet that Zachary got banned for is at House of Decline. Yeah, that's just like what I'd expect from a fucking cunt like you. What the fuck, mate? Make yourself fucking useful and go down to the survey for some fucking ciggies, mate. Can you do that, you stupid fucking cunt? Or don't fucking speed down. My tags are expired, you cunt. And uh, that was in response to a tweet about uh, Aussies. At first, me thinking they're calling me the friendly type of cunt, but instead realizing they're calling me the bad type of cunt. Because they, they use that had, word for a lot of stuff. I thought they only had, like, the friendly type of uh, C word. No, it can turn on you. It depends on tone. You know, it's a tonal language, like Mandarin. Can you, you give know? the friendly uh, version and then the non-friendly version? Oh, me can't. That's the friendly version mm -hmm. if it goes up. They oh. do their usual Aussie up talk. Yeah. And uh, when, it's, when it's the mean version, it's, oh, you can't. It's down. It's down. <laughs> okay. That's how you can tell the difference. It's inflection-based, not unlike Mandarin, as I said previously. Um, <laughs> they're, they're so close. So, I mean, they're so close, yeah, they're geographically. They're they geographically share. very proximate. They share a know? lot of similarities. Those Pacific nations, yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you, you ever <laughs> been to uh, Australia land? Oh, no, I would love to go. I, I, I feel it's very much like Canada, except mm. if uh, Canadian people knew how to relax... And, you know, not be so fucking uptight all the time. And also, our brutality is very similar to their brutality against the indigenous peoples. So, you know, I think we have a lot in common, brutality-wise. Well, something that's a little different is, like, Canada isn't just intrinsically a brutal place, I don't think. Well, I guess because you do no. have the extreme cold and the further reaches... So I guess it yeah. does share that, but I mean, I think of Australia having, you know, these like the most deadliest spider and the most deadliest kangaroo and the most deadliest, uh, the uh, deadliest kangaroo. That's the only kangaroos. Well, they're, no, no, they just have the deadliest kangaroo, I think. Uh, right. So there's some, there are, the, there's some benign kangaroos, say on the Indian yeah. subcontinent, There's like non, non-venomous kangaroos. Non-venomous roos. Yeah. Out um, there. You know, you, you could wake up with a, with like a funnel web spider in your house in australia and oh no it's a funnel web spider in my pee hole <laughs> i got it in my pee hole we gotta go down to woolies let's go down to woolies chuck her in the ute let's go down to woolies uh well we also got a uh, another a piece of fan email from our dear friend espy who wrote us i'll read this one i don't need to do any accent um mm -hmm. i'm not the accent guy uh, dear Alex and Steven, hey guys, long story short, I deleted my social media a while back, but I'm here and happy to be alive. However, when I came back to Twitter, I said, where the heck is Jack Dump? And I had where to listen, listen, listen to the pod to find out that it got banned. R.I.P. Well, we were mutuals on my old account. Yes, it's P. When you guys first started the pod and had like 15 monthly listeners. So wild and awesome to come back and see you guys blowing up and shit and stomping through the jungle. You guys deserve it. My new account is at TV Dinner if you'd like to follow me there, but no need. Just wanted to check in formally, say hello, best and best. 
Espy. Well, Espy, I hope everyone goes and follows you. It's T-E-V-E Dinner on Twitter. I just gave you a yeah. follow. Um, and also the first uh, the first email from uh, Zach. His email is Zachary, Z-A-C-H-E-R-Y, one two zero five eight one eight four. Yeah. Uh, in Australian, that's at Zachary, Z A C H E O Y, one two zero five eight one eight four, and uh, the, uh, follow them both. Great, great posters all. Re- poster recommendations. If any of you listening would like to uh, send us some fan mail and have it read on the show, just email houseofdecline at gmail dot com. Of course, that's H A U S of decline at gmail dot com. Uh, and so now we're on to the now we're on to the uh, the bits part of the show the part of the show where we do various bits mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the bits the bits premise this week is that we're an advertising agency because I've been watching a lot of Mad Men Mad Steve. Men Mad Men Mad Men Mad Men Mad Men and we are going to cheat on our wives now cheat on our wives. I mean, I have all the lyrics. I have all the lyrics to the Badman theme song. But I've been thinking, you know, how we've become media moguls. We've become big dick media moguls. Of course. Uh, yeah. So now it's time to, you know, sell ad space, take the next direction, you know, get really serious with our business model. Uh, and so, you know, this this week I, I sent emails to a bunch of products that uh, you've heard on podcasts before. You know, and we're gonna we're gonna become an ad agency. You know, you you've heard our youthful, bouncy voices. We make good copy, wouldn't you agree, Stephen? You mean like, as humans, we make c- good copy. As humans, we as, make good as copy. walking advertisements. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know that's what this whole podcast game is, right? You know, it's just give us money. Secret, we're providing you with entertainment, but really, we want money. Give us money. <laughs> <laughs> and medical advice we'll and medical you, advice we'll give you medical advice um yeah in exchange for money that's what we'll do that's one of the products actually <laughs> yeah. is uh is casual medical advice you've heard are professional doctors. medical we're for yeah. sure doctors we're and definitely also, doctors. also lawyers so we do legal we're, advice yeah we're doctor lawyers and, we're doctor jds ooh, financial advice that one that yeah. one's good yeah we're cpas cpa mdjd yeah, exactly. That's what we are, and which is why the thing we're most qualified to do is advertising, because we know what people want. Really, mm-hmm. you know, all of this scholarship and study has gone to understanding. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what you know what, what people want. <laughs> yeah, what people want. Yeah, but That's no, what I'm it's saying, about. Asking, you know? Do you know you know what people want right now? Because I do. What do what do people want? People Steve? want flaming hot Cheeto Mountain Dew. They do want flaming hot Cheeto Mountain Dew. Have you just discovered this? This is a real product. <laughs> this know. isn't part of the bits. <laughs> but it seems like it's a bit. It seems like it would be a lazy take on some yeah. gaming uh, website, some mm-hmm. onion offshoot that does gaming-themed uh, humor articles. Uh, flaming hot Cheetos Mountain Dew? That's something stupid. Who would buy that? Did you ever? I've never tried any of the, of the gaming Mountain Dew variants. I've never tried Code Red. Were you a fan of Mountain Dew Code Red? I think when it first came out, I liked it, but um, that was like 2003 or something, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was That's pretty good. We're... I mean, for soda back in, that was 2003, 2004 is my peak soda days. It's when you were drinking soda a lot. Yeah, well, I knew how to get um, a soda out of the vending machine for free. Basically That's involved incredible. involved just sort of you could it wasn't it wasn't that heavy you just sort of grabbed the top of it and then pulled it forward and then pushed it back and that force <laughs> would knock one out and it was kind of dangerous because if you did it too far forward you'd you'd die because you you'd yeah, crushed yeah. by the vending machine but That's a lot of more people die like that than from shark attacks each year. And, yeah? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this That'd be a funny uh, thing to do on Shark Tank, you know. Yeah. I have an idea how to reduce the amount of vending machine deaths. <laughs> but just bolt them to the floor. I wonder how many vending ma- but how Is it like an insurance thing? You should be able to yes. sue yes, someone is, if their vending machine isn't bolted to the floor. It's the temptation. And we, invest, and we invest the money in risky loans. Yeah. See, that's our first product, a vending machine insurance, you know? <laughs> what if your vending machine, what if what if an errant youngster is trying to get some free Mountain Dew Code Red out of your machine, he crushes himself, 
wah, wah, wah. Big family tragedy. Bones scattered everywhere. Blood, blood, blood. Everybody's sick. But what do you have? What do you have in your pocket? Vending machine insurance. Get it. And, and what do we call it? What do we call it? What do we call it? What's the name for this product? For How about vending Venmo? Machine? Vending machine insurance? Venmo. Yeah, the vending machine insurance. You're going to call it Venmo. Yeah. Yeah, call it Venmo. Yeah. Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm distracted because there's 150 reviews of flaming hot Mountain Dew. <laughs> Let's read some. Let's um, read. What are the... I mean, that's what we do as admin now is we have to understand what the consumers are saying. Okay. I'm just amazed there's 150 different reviews. Um, I'm sure a lot of them are bots. Do we want to read, like, bugs. the ones that are, like, good or the ones that say it's one star? Or? A smat. We got to read them all. That's what, the, oh. that's what this episode is dedicated to now, is reading all 150 reviews of Mountain Flamin' Hot Cheetos Mountain Dew. Why would you want... First, why would you want a cheesy beverage? That doesn't sound hmm. like you'd want that. Well, you never drink... Like you never had queso to drink? Never. You drank... You've drank... You drank uh, some queso? Yeah. Back Just during like my drinking queso. days, that's, yeah, what I was, yeah. that's what I ref, that's when I refer back to my drinking days. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's queso I was drinking. Yeah, you were just you would just take a you would take a jar of queso and then you'd you'd uh, water it down with some vodka oh, and you yeah. know mix it together and you you called it a cheese rocket. <laughs> Um, actually, it's auspicious that you say that because one of one of the people that I reached out to was the Iberian Cheese Council, and you know uh, they've been having a heck of a time marketing goat's cheese. They're they're famous goat's cheese in America, Manchego. Uh, so I've come up with a pitch, Stephen. Mm-hmm. I've come up with a pitch, Stephen. Um, it's Chego. You know, take out the man. You don't need the man anymore. We don't we don't like that in there anymore. Cis men over. Bye hun. Bye sis. No more You're man done. Chego. Now it's what is it? What's what are we gonna it's say? Just, it's just Chego. Just Chego. Chego, bro. It's Chego, bro. And we have we've come up with we've come up with these two young dudes. You know, these two young California guys. And, you know, they're sitting at the beach, they're enjoying their Mai Tais, and they're like, bro, can you pass me the Chego? And the other guy's like Chega, and he says, "Yeah." And they and they have and they bond over it. You know, it's the ritual. It's the ritual you see of the Chega. It's you know? kind of like a Corona. You know, the beer, not the virus. Exactly. Like- <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, they had a real problem with that. They, in fact, Corona wanted to change its name to Chego because oh, yeah. it's just such a fun name. But they couldn't. They were. They they thought they would wait the pandemic out. I mean, I uh, think right now, um, Corona the beer is probably doing okay. It's probably pretty fun to drink Corona the beer. If I was, yeah. if I had to say, um, you know, because yeah. if you're at a bar drinking anyway, you're kind of throwing caution to the wind. And why not have a Corona while you might yeah, be getting yeah. Corona? It's it's a. I wonder if Corona sales increased because of irony buying. Because, I believe uh, so. Irony is our top, as an advertising agency. Irony is one of the most important uh, aspects. Uh, we actually have an irony scale from uh, yeah, exactly. It goes from like A to Z. Yeah, that as as most scales go, you mm-hmm. know, it's not numerical. It's it's alphabetical. Yeah. Well, S is the top, right? Right. Right. I don't know. How, I don't know why. Who developed the scale? Why does it? Do you do you know what the deal is with like S tier being the best and. And, uh, stands for it stands for s okay <laughs> uh which is obviously the superior letter you know stands for because it's in the most words yes yeah, super, sh- sure supreme <laughs> super supper S- sam sorghum stjago 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 <laughs> there's, there's an s in front of it now Stego. well now well now it can be like it's chego but instead we're going stjago what's that cheese it's amazing is it uh cheddar no stjago you know we're coming up with there's no bad ideas no bad ideas how about a cheese-headed revolutionary called chego vera <laughs> and- <laughs> And he's storming the beaches of Cuba, and he's, like, assassinating inferior cheeses, inferior capitalist cheeses. Uh, I, I, I guess oh, that Well, might be. you know, the Cuban Revolution didn't start off well at all. 
No, no, they had a, I mean, they had a, they had a tough time going at it, but like Chago, you know, they will overcome. Kill a bunch of plantation owners, get the plantation workers on your side, and those are the Chagolettes. All I'm I'm saying is that there's no storming, their beach storming was a disaster, and it's amazing. It wasn't a... It's amazing that they pulled through living in the mountains. Ah, to be a Cuban revolutionary. Yeah, that's that what we all fun. dream of being. That would have been be, fun. Have a big beard, stink up to high heaven. You know, that's... and everyone's like, oh, but Che Guevara executed people. And I'm like, good, he needed to. Yeah, that's cool. What What about that isn't cool? <laughs> that's, that's I mean, that's what we want to go yeah, for. That's Che with, with cheese, Che Guevara, he executes people. <laughs> but they deserve it. Yeah. I mean, can you say that the cheese people aren't better off under Che Guevara than they were under... You uh, mean the poor uh, cheese people of... of the the poor cheese pizza of Cheese Cuba? Because <laughs> you know how, how cheese often comes in cubes, so it's, it's Cheese Cuba. Cheese Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, these, these are, this is a great ad campaign. Yes. This is why we're ad men, you know. We're developing here at As You Speak. And, you know, we have uh, Bachista... They, they overthrow Bachista um, because he's a more specific type of cheese. He's Che Guevara. He's made out of, he's, he's the goat, frankly. You know, it's all coming because you know how kids say stuff is goaded. It's goat's cheese. He's the goat. Has a, he's, he's like, has a beard and, and pupils like a goat. He's a goat man, you know, spitballing ideas. And maybe at the end, we can have Wallace wake up and say, Oh, Gromit, I had the most terrible nightmare. <laughs> You're right. Let's see if we can get Ardman in on that. Yeah. We can we can we can bilk in on that because they're cheese related characters. Wallace is that fucking idiot. <laughs> that fucking asshole. <laughs> I hate that little Wallace Wallace is a little Englander asshole. He's he roots for Arsenal. He's a turf, you know, he's gets misty eyed about Thatcher, you know. And that's who we're targeting with the cheese market. That's who we you're, want. You're unfairly uh painting a picture of Arsenal fans. <laughs> I don't like the immigrants, Gromit. Gromit, there are too many Polish people at the Tesco's, Gromit. (laughs) (laughs) There are too many Polacks at the Tesco, Gromit. Gromit rolls his eyes. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, that's who we're going for. That's the market. You know, and these these racist Englanders, they don't like the Spanish cheese because they associate them with their their, uh, torrid vacation houses in Gibraltar. the, the Armada. The, um, yeah, well, they came out. They came out good with that. So why are the English complaining? You know. Yeah, well, the English's butts were saved by that storm. Mm-hmm. You could, if that, if that armada had gotten there without the interference of the storm, you'd, mm-hmm. you'd all be speaking Spanish in England. Yeah, it's weird that England worships Jesus as the Anglican faith instead of a storm god. Mm-hmm. I That's feel so like true. they should be like they should be more into storm gods. I know, know? They, that was a perfect opportunity for like the 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 Norse uh, religions to make a comeback. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God, we're saved by Thor. Jesus, he's more of a bread man. We need a storm guy. <laughs> Thor, now there's a storm guy. <laughs> Get right into it, and then Varg's dream nightmare would come true because it's a bunch of English people worshiping Thor. <laughs> And it's like, oh, no, what have they done? Oh, no, no, no. Varg's voice is much higher pitched. Oh, no, what have they done? Yeah. It is me, Varg, of here. That's Varg. <laughs> I like it to burn the churches. <laughs> have we done Swedish Chef Varg yet? I feel yeah, we like did that a couple episodes that. ago. <laughs> we did that. We can't do, we can't we rehash can't do Swedish. Bits. We can't rehash old bits. Yeah, we can rehash bits from like two years ago if we want. Okay, so we got the Chago campaign. We got the Chago campaign all settled. Yeah, I love um, that one. Cheese Cuba. Uh, cheese Cuba, absolutely. <laughs> um, so the next one we have, you know how everyone likes DIY, you know, and everyone likes DNA tests. And, uh, you know, everyone is devoting more time in their lives to their jobs, you know, don't have as much time for family anymore. So uh, freeze your own sperm at home kits. And what do you? What kind of equipment do you need to freeze your own sperm? Um, what, what, well, what's in the kit? It's uh, it's an ice cube tray and an eyedropper. <laughs> okay. And uh, 
That's what it comes with. Uh, we're brainstorming ideas. We w- we want to expand the kit because you know hmm. it's pretty it's pretty intuitive how to freeze your own sperm. Just well, get a need, bunch of sperm. You need to do it in a way so that I guess it's accessible pretty much immediately upon dethawing because it doesn't last for that long after you dethaw it. Uh, so are you saying you're saying hmm. the tray the ice cube tray method is insufficient that may not be great you may want to freeze it in the thing that can then in the sort of turkey baster that it can then come out of you know i see i see so you're saying we should freeze it in the eyedroppers but that's gonna you know cause a lot of overhead having each individual eyedropper for each you know load of spunk right there you know well i only i only emit about an eyedropper full a tiny teeny amount but it's extremely yeah but if it's extremely concentrated Right. Doctors right. said know. I have perhaps trillions of sperm. <laughs> trillions. Trillions. Of sperm. That's a lot of sperm. Most men producing. only have millions. Uh, yeah, you guys, you couldn't even freeze your sperm. You guys are moving around so much. Well, they also they, it expands and it's kind of you know the thing. It's kind of like the thing. My sperm yeah, just yeah. like bubbles up and assumes the form of a human as soon as it That's, comes. Out. That's very... In- have you tried marketing that? Have you tried doing ads for your... You know, because you could... I, I, If you come on something, will it replicate another thi- another object? Well, I can't. I can't. I cannot. I cannot. It's too dangerous for me to, to orgasm. So you um, haven't been coming a lot. Like, oh, like no. did you... Oh, so- no. Far, far too dangerous because the, the cum assumes my form and tries to kill me and take my job and my life. Right. It's the cum but- monster. But really, you know, what we know about the thing is that you got to freeze it, right? Because that's, you know, the folly of the Swedish scientists at the beginning of the movie was that they unfroze the thing. Yep. We were safe until they thawed that bitch. So this product is for people like you, people with the the transformative sperm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the last time I, I did it, though, it tried to kill me. I had to I had to freeze it. So you're right I, about that. But I needed, so, I needed like a big... You know, a big freezer in the basement. And if you aren't aware during the coronavirus, um, Mm -hmm. all those freezers sold out. So I spent the first year of the pandemic running from a cum monster. Everybody was (laughs) complaining about virus this, virus that. And I was like, I got bigger problems. I got I got a big cum monster, you know, and he's accumulating trees and chairs as he rolls along, you know. He's doing uh, katamari he's like on a, me. He's a yeah, he's a kumamari. <laughs> katamari cum monster. Yeah, he's a katamari cum monster. Uh, but luckily, you were able to get the 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 cryotech from the university from the university there. Yeah, University of Toronto. Uh, Jordan yeah, Peterson university. helped me out to get it actually. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, he talks about how you should master your manhood. You know, that's <laughs> oh, what he talks need, about. You need a, a, a freezer pack for your cum monster? That's what he said to me. I can't do yeah. the Kermit voice. Well, what we what we <laughs> understand is is this is the preternatural or ur cum monster. <laughs> what we can liken this to is the handsome prince at the end of Snow White overtaking him with his lustful yonic kiss. Uh, I believe that with my beautiful cryotechnology... My, which I use to freeze my tears, I will I will put an end to 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 your disease, to your problem. And he did, he did, he yeah. froze that guy. Yeah, he. he froze the cover story was that he was in in Russia, addicted to benzos, uh, fucking his daughter. But actually, he was helping me defeat a cum monster. Uh, we're making a comic book. It's going to come out soon. Yeah, it's yeah. called Jordan Peterson and the Spooky Cum Monster. Jordan Peterson and the Spooky Cum. A catchy title. Great title. That's why we're ad men. That's why we're big yeah. ad men now. You know, uh, you know, since becoming ad men, we've uh, we, you know, we've been around the block. You know, we're drinking now. Steven, you're back on the wagon. I have, I have no. It's fa- you fall off the wagon. So oh, I'm, you're off the wagon. I'm off the you're, wagon. Well, you fell way off. You fell into a ravine because you've been you've been drinking like uh, some sort of uh, yeah. Catholic. I know my cheese, my cheesy. Uh, what was it called? My cheesy rockets. Your cheese. Your cheese rockets. My cheese, your cheese rockets. My cheese rock. Drinking the yeah. cheese rocket every fucking couple of hours. Ah, uh, yeah. Stir. You have your queso spoon that you use to stir the vodka and the queso with. I like when I get the chunks of jalapeno. Yes, yes. Mm. That's it's like a special treat. And but like you know it sucks because I always like to use Russian vodka, but now that's sanctioned. And you can't get stoli, so you have to go with the gay absolute vodka. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a that'd be a good ad campaign for them. That is true. They should do that. Like absolute because absolute vodka is the LGBT friendly <laughs> vodka, right? And it's they should be like, Oh, Russia's so homophobic. Oh, we are the gay vodka. Look at their sucking penises. That <laughs> we are but we are sucking a vodka bottle like a penis. Absolute vodka. Swedish vodka. The country that you most associate with vodka. <laughs> Right, yeah. Sweden, uh, of course. In Russia, they really like to eat pickle after vodka. They love that. Do they like to eat pickle yeah. after vodka? They like to take a shot of ice-cold vodka and then eat some pickle. That makes sense. The brine and the salt sort of mitigates the I alcohol. I found it rather just disgusting, actually. But you not like pickle? Right. You not like pickle? <laughs> this is what war is about. It's because Zelensky say he not like pickle. How can you be Jew and not like pickle? In Russia, no the, Slav. The slur in Russia for gay people is their word for the color light blue. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. They're, to a Russian, the, the gayest thing is the color light blue. So it's, it's <laughs> interesting because they, they must like look at the sky and just be uh, like, fucking gay sky. That is the gayest guy I have ever seen, Yuri. <laughs> Yuri, look at that sky. Does it not look like it eats out asshole I mean, of other men? That really just sort of typifies the Russian, embodies the Russian experience of being like sort of angry and depressed all the time. They're just like go yeah. outside and look at the sky and they're like, oh, that's gay. Gay! He's gay! <laughs> <laughs> My Russian accent has transformed <laughs> into Count Blood Count from Sesame Street. Go gay! What if instead of Count Blood Count, he didn't... He, he didn't count things, but he instead uh, 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 pointed at people and shouted, You're gay! You're a gay man! I have identified you! Blah! You're gay! There you go. Maybe That's you could do a comic free ad campaign. where he's, um, uh, you know, in the old folks' home and he's got Alzheimer's and that's what he does. <laughs> All my comics are every pop culture character with Alzheimer's going, You're gay! Yeah. I am gay! Um, well... Uh, you know, our drinking is is catching up with us. We we we've, we've aged terribly. And the sex also. Remember the sex. The sex with we're, the, the the employees because we're sex, that's what ad men do. Yeah, we're big bosses, and we use our boss powers to Louis C.K. people. Yeah, you know? I was I was doing a Mississippi bird bath, just like <laughs> just like Louis C.K. would. Louis C.K. was all the way. Oh, yeah. I love Mississippi birdbath. That's where you get your intern, your unpaid intern, and you put Kool-Aid in his mouth, and then you put your balls in there. Oh, the first thing I love is my daughters, and the second thing I love is Mississippi birdbaths. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 are you looking up various lewd sex things that it's we've funny, done with there, our secretaries? So you know there's a Cleveland steamer, right? Which is some there's kind of... There's a Cleveland did and you know a Boston a, steamer. Did you know there's a Leningrad steamer? There's a Leningrad steamer? What's yeah. that? Is that, is that when you eat your child yeah, you and gotta, shit it out? Yeah, you gotta do some cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> That's Army Hammer's favorite dirty sex move. Oh, no. He was, he was eventually revealed to have some cannibal fetishes... But who doesn't? Who doesn't want to eat another person? We, we talk about it all the time. Eating your pussy, eating your ass, gobbling a penis. We're positively famished for humans. Mm -hmm. You know, we should do an ad for human meat. You know, long pig. You know, the other white meat, right? That's that's a joke from Austin Powers. I've, I've realized I've borrowed a joke from Austin Powers. It's important to credit when you borrow. Fat bastard says, "Baby, the other, other weight meat." <laughs> oh, oh, Mike Myers, my sides are still splitting. I hope he he should come on the show. We should get him He'll on. He'll come show. out He's of retirement easy. just to go on our show. I I think uh, we if we talk about Toronto a lot. He's a big Toronto booster. Him <laughs> and Drake are together. <laughs> oh yeah. Together I, I always now. forget that. Yeah, him and Drake are together. Boosting for Toronto. Um, it's it's funny when he's the other guy. When when Kanye West says George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yeah, he's Mike the other Myers guy. The guy there. He's he's got to keep a uh, <laughs> What's going on? Like I would have. How did he not start laughing? Yeah, uh, I I don't know. It was he's it a was pro. At he's a such pro. a fraught time that Mike Myers. He looked like he was gonna die. 
<laughs> but it's one of the funniest things Kanye's ever done, except for the Taylor Swift thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that was so good. Uh, I, I, no, I think Kanye has very recently done his funniest thing that he's ever done, which is do a synecdoche New York. Has he built his own? Like, yeah, he built his childhood house in like the Falcon Stadium, and uh, which is because it's very evident that Kanye is a Charlie Kaufman fan, mm. which is a very funny thing to be since like the as we've discussed before on previous episode, does Charlie Kaufman suck? Uh, uh, Charlie Kaufman, the arc of his movies is I get obsessed with a lady and then it ruins my life. that's kanye baby that's what he's all about he got obsessed with the ladies and it ruined his life except his mom she died and kim and their relationship died and i'm sure whoever's next is gonna suffer a fate he is dating someone some uh young lady out there i'm sure he should he should be dating his sec he should be doing mississippi bird bass to his secretaries because he's the biggest ad man of all kanye really um, we, we have a new, we got a new client. We have a new client. He's, he's, um, they're having a problem. It's a regional, it's a regional food stuff. Very popular in the region, but it's having trouble breaking out. And, uh, it's a meal of turkey, mash, peas, gravy. Uh, it's, it's like a Thanksgiving meal, but it's served, uh, it's served on Sundays, you know, and it's called the New England Fag Supper. <laughs> Why is it called that? <laughs> oh, it's because of its inve- its inventor uh, Chester Fag. Uh-huh. It's this is spelled P H A G G. Okay. Yeah, uh, Chester Fag. Uh, and as you, you know, as you can surmise, the name the name is holding them back. Um, but they won't let go of it because it's the they family can't. name. No. Yeah, it's tradition. It's tradition. So, um, you know, we've 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 encountered this before. Actually, do you remember when we were tasked with advertising for Rochester's garbage plate? Yeah, the garbage plate of Rochester. It used to be called uh, the diarrhea plate. Uh, Yeah, we we went up a little bit and now it's now everyone is eating garbage. plates. it's a popular across the they're making garbage plates in bodegas. They're making garbage plates in Miami, you know. And those are Cuban garbage plates with Che Guevara's uh, cheese cubans on them. <laughs> with with um, Chego. 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 You know, and we, we would do brand synergy, of course. We want your Chego on your New England fag supper. Um, you know, I, I'm uncomfortable saying that over and over again. Uh, but uh, they won't let me say New England F slur supper. Because um, it's not an F, it's a PH. It's not an F, it's a PH, you know, so that's inaccurate. <laughs> that's what I initially tried to pitch to them, and, you know, they're a tough nut to crack, I gotta say. Um, the, 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 owner is, uh, the owner is, of course, the, the, the fifth generation owns this company, Cecilia Fag. What if they'd and, said New England Tom Brady supper? Uh, whoa, whoa. Because we all know <laughs> Tom Brady is a fag, so. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you should—we did market testing, and you should see the happiness on these people's faces, on these New Englanders' faces when they have their— I think it'll be—the change will go so smoothly, because it won't take any—everyone will immediately know what you're talking about when you say New England Tom Brady Supper. New England Tom Brady said, "No, they don't. Just, they don't think he's a fag over there. They think he's. Uh, they yeah, they think do. He's, yeah, you're right. What are you talking about? If there's anything New Englanders think, it's that Tom Brady's a fag they because they him. associate him with the beautiful fag supper. Yeah. I was uh, Tom a, Brady, he's a real fag. They say. I was doing a you Mississippi know? meat hook the other day. Doing a Mississippi meat to one of your secretaries. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were talking about Tom Brady afterwards. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the secretary was like, "Now Tom Brady, he he can really throw a ball, but not like you, boss." And I was like, "That's right." And um, then I, <laughs> then, I you were de- then I fired my secretary for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she shouldn't be getting so fresh, you know. She's just I there never for said Mississippi meat hooks. So, yeah. Oh, uh, he shouldn't be getting so fresh, you know. <laughs> You know, he, he he Tom Brady can throw a spiral, but what you can do is you can rotate your body at will while you're in another man's ass and spiral around like a helicopter. It's dangerous you know? though because um, sex, you know, for me is dangerous. Right, because of your cum, your cum the monster. The cum monster. 
You can never cut. You're always edging, you know. <laughs> yeah, NoFap November. Try NoFap 12 months year-round, 365, 24-7. NoFap life. <laughs> NoFap life, son. You have, that's what you have tattooed in, in gothic lettering on your on your stomach is NoFap life. Oh, man. Would you imagine if you pulled out someone's pants and they had no fap tattooed? <laughs> <laughs> and they, they just looked at you with supreme confidence and, and they were like, that's I may, right. I may have taken a wrong turn in my life somewhere. <laughs> no, the, he has. He tattooed no fap there because he wants he wants you to know that he shoots the thickest ropes. Okay. The thickest ropes. You know, Georgia the jungle could swing from these ropes. That's what he says. That's what he says about him. These ropes, you know, uh, you, you'll need a, you'll need a carabiner for how for the tensile strength that these ropes have. You could climb a mountain. You could climb a deer. You could you could you could climb on top of a, a cliff's edge with these ropes and have your new New England fag supper and right you, on top. You're of saying the Georgia the jungle reminds me of the time when I did uh, with my intern George. I did a Georgia scorcher on him. Did a Georgia scorcher on yeah. Does every state have some sort of horrifying... It does, uh, it do, it does on the website that, that I'm currently on. <laughs> That's a... Yeah, I did a Tennessee Williams to my boyfriend. I did a... A Georgia scorcher where you take off someone's underpants when they're passed out, and you shit in them, and then you put their <laughs> underpants back on. <laughs> yeah, and you were doing that to, like, all seven of your secretaries. I you did know, that to everyone. That's sort of my hazing ritual. Yeah, it's when a you rite work, of passage. When you work for me, you're going to have shit in your pants, and you're not going to know whose it is. Yeah, and you drink nothing but cheese rockets. We're drinking all day, but it's it's just cheese <laughs> it's like rockets. It's a black log. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell vodka in it. Because <laughs> my liver has stopped being able to handle just the cheese and the vodka. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, speaking of uh, beverages... Speaking of beverages, you know, everyone's heard of energy drinks. Everyone loves energy drinks. Everyone loves the smooth taste of energy drinks. Everyone loves the the, the rickety feeling, the rickety, jagged feeling that you get from a, the too much the caffeine. The smoky, peaty system. flavor. The smooth, peaty, smoky, Georgia Scorcher flavor. That's one of the flavors of energy drinks. Georgia Scorcher. But, you know, we've been thinking what people really need are downer drinks. You know, because energy drinks mimic the high of, say, a meth or a cocaine. And what we really need uh, are drinks that mimic the mellow feeling of a heroin or maybe even a dissociative like Kitaman. <laughs> okay. That's that's how it's pronounced. You know, of that's uh, all the official re- It's Kitaman. 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 And um, Nicole Kitaman. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, so, so I, we've been we've been going over some ideas for smooth downer drinks, smooth downer drinks, and let's just you know yeah. let's brainstorm some names because no you know logo. for the energy drink, no pr- great. I think that's already a logo, but uh, I we <laughs> zero do you, locos. Do you think do you think Naomi Klein has copyrighted no logo? Can can we use, will she sue you if you use the no logo thing well, in I'm order to make no money loco off of it? with a K. Oh, no loco. Yes. I thought I thought you said, yeah. oh, but Naomi Klein might sue us anyway because she's very She's not going to sue us. She'll would, sue us. She's litigious. Why would she sue us? What is no logo? No logo? That's her book. You know, you don't know that, but that's the book that made her famous. Uh, sort yeah. of like her, her uh, late 90s ad busters. This is Adbusters. Yeah. Honestly, she, I, she, I she wrote much better books. I don't read nonfiction. I'm sorry. Boo. Sorry. Boo. You're lame. Like, what? Oh. Read Legacy of Ashes. Oh, this is a book about how the world is bad. Oh, yeah. Crybabies. That's why we're in ads. Like, like, oh, Geralt of Rivia is fucking another person, and now he's defeating a big scorpion monster. Uh, Geralt of Rivia, he's fucking a prostitute, but he looks sad while doing it because he has this, he has an emptiness in his heart because he is not human. Um, he he witches. He's witching all over the place. Um, you know, we should buy time during The Witcher because, uh, you know, uh, everyone knows that you can't watch The Witcher without your smooth down yeah, and, you know, Netflix is very good news for us. Netflix has announced they're going to start having advertisements on um, in their Netflix shows. So 
maybe mm -hmm. some of our drinks, our, our, ener our low energy drinks can go on some more of the low energy Netflix shows. Yeah. Um, in the Golan Heights in Israel, they have Mountain Jew Code Red, which is... Uh... <laughs> okay. I just wanted to get that out there. Okay, that's good. That's just good. wanted to get that jab at Israel. They've been doing some bad stuff recently. Israel, yeah. They're but going they're, around, always, they're always doing bad stuff. Going around doing apartheid and colonizing the Palestinians and stealing their, their ideas and being like, we invented falafel and this is our land and bonking them on the head and being <laughs> big douchebags, so... So, Stephen, I think you know what our greatest ad challenge is going to be. Israel. Um, Pitching Israel to millennials. Oh, you mean making millennials like Israel? <laughs> We're going to make them like Israel. We're this bringing be, Israel back, Stephen. This might be a bridge too far. I may have to... Uh... <laughs> you may have to edit this part out. No, we're doing it. Not editing we're doing it. it. I'm never going to edit anything. I'm too lazy for that. The Zio fandom. I'm just, we're going to get them all into the Zio fandom. I'm just saying I might, you know, stop paying attention and go do a Texas chili bowl on my intern. There you go. Um, or uh, go do go do a Mountain Jew Code Red, which is also in the Go do a Vermont Maple Tapper. <laughs> Vermont Maple Tapper. Mm -hmm. Go do a Montana Madness. <laughs> Go do go do a, a Minnesota junkie. A North, go do North Dakota hot air balloon. A North Dakota hot air balloon, of course. Uh, do a Colorado hot plate. Uh, of course, a very difficult sex move is the Philadelphia sidecar. Of course, the Philadelphia. Yeah. I think I know what is that. Well, you one? have to find someone who has a colostomy bag. Right. And then you fuck, <laughs> you fuck the hole from the colostomy bag. <laughs> People, see, people come up with this stuff, just inventing this stuff, like we're doing right now as admin. Except they, you know, they expect, they're purer than us because they expect no reward for it. Somebody's just mashing together a state name and, or a city name and some sort of object and then it's something disgusting. So, uh, how about a San Antonio, uh, fruit punch, which is, <laughs> you assault a gay man. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of a thing would never happen in San Antonio. <laughs> Don't defame. You're right. That's that's more of a Lubbock thing. Yeah, that's, that's a Lubbock. Lubbock thing. <laughs> that's a Lubbock. That's like a Montana thing, honestly. San Antonio is a blue city. We we love our guys here in San Antonio. We have big gay San Antonio, Texas chili. Big gay chili. Big gay chili. Like the nation of Chile. That's what they call it. <laughs> Big gay chili. Welcome. We are the Chileans. Another, Welcome to you know, Big Instead gay of chili. the Israel contract, which I frankly don't want to touch with a <laughs> You don't want pole, the Israel contract. Why? The, are you not willing to work with Jews, Stephen? Uh, not, no, I'm willing to work with Jews. I'm not willing to work with Israelis. Uh, oh, okay. That's that's reasonable. Yeah, come on. Like, you know, we're not, I, don't, I don't have a soda stream. You, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't own one. It's I soda stream more like two extreme. I don't I don't watch Wonder Woman. I don't care for it. The, the thing about Wonder Woman, if you watch <laughs> Wonder Woman, that means you support Israel. It is this beautiful island. No, we need to take the El Salvador contract. The El Salvador. Oh, the bit because they're shattered because that, of yeah. their their Bitcoin. Because their genius president had decided to invest all their money in Bitcoin. <laughs> We're buying the dip. <laughs> We're buying the dip. Uh, that gives me a that gives me a good idea for a comic where someone says he's buying the dip, but it turns out he's referring to an onion dip. Wait, and so wait, he has wait, wait. Make, make the first money. comic about me buying the dip, okay. and I'm buying queso for one of my cheese rockets. <laughs> for one of your cheese rockets, because <laughs> I've fallen off the wagon. <laughs> Yes, I'm finally going to be famous. I'm going to be in a House of Decline comic. Just use my full name and put my telephone number in it. <laughs> yeah, you've been doing an American accent this whole time. You're actually a you're actually a London street. I'm actually tough. A, I'm actually a street urchin from London. I'm a, got a yeah. Cockney accent. It's the yeah. one. It's the one thing I can do besides German. <laughs> because I'm extremely white, and those things uh, they they pass down in the DNA. Right. Right. Um, you have your epigenetic accent memories. <laughs> yeah, I got Nazi. And I got... <laughs> <laughs> and I, got a, I got an English guy who's like, uh, uh, like a cuter Nazi, like a, some know. kind of a like a horrible street urchin. 
Yeah, oi. I think Say my oi a lot. I think the the oldest back my that we can trace my family is some guy came to America in like 1706 because he was a horse thief, so he had to flee right. had to flee England. Yeah. Good for him, stealing I say. Too many horses. Great, yeah. great, great granddad. Great, 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 great granddad. It's goodbye. It's the goodbye horses scene from from Silence of the Lambs. Well, he was stealing horses. He was he was doing mangina on himself. And he was going, "Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me." You mean my my relative was a horse fucker? No, he wasn't a fucker, but he was. Do- you know that scene? It has the song "Goodbye Horses" by Q Lazarus. I don't. In Silence I, I, of the Lambs. I don't have goodbye horses. I don't have and, the kind of insane memory you do for these Buffalo things. Bill. That's a famous scene because okay. he does the thing that every every person with a penis has done this, where they tuck their penis behind their legs and it's like, "Oh look, I'm a lady. Remember I'm a were, lady." Remember when you were just a wee lad, just a boy, and you could push it all the way in. Oh yeah, that was cool. That was funny. It felt, yeah, it felt like uh, I had, it felt like I had a uh, like <laughs> a transformer like ability, you know, and it would make these mechanical transformer noises when it came out. You know, wow. Uh, so uh, yeah. So where were we? We we kind of skipped over the um, New England the smooth downer drinks. Well, I was thinking, you know, we we you've Down. been so good at coming up with names for sex positions, we should just try and brainstorm some names for these smooth downer drinks. And they got to be like simple one word names. Yeah. Like well, no low. loco. I you we went off into the Naomi Klein. No so loco. That yeah. No loco. I still no think loco. is good because it's That's zero good. locos. Um, How about faux loco? Okay. Because it's not real for loco, but it's well, faux. Well, let's see. There's loco. Red Bull. Um, but we need to down. What's the opposite of a Red Bull? A green, a green cow. How about green well, we could, cow? I was thinking China Shop, but that's kind of like. Oh, yeah, that's racist. You're being because ra- of associating with Chinese opium dens. No, no. These smooth down. No, because of Bull in a China Shop. Oh, Bull in a China Shop. I'm not. God. You're so accusatory. But these are smooth down. What are what do people associate with down? It's jazz. Jazz, for instance. Okay. Uh, Chinese opium dance. Okay. For instance. Um, uh, uh, the the ravages of Middle America. The dealing with the fentanyl outbreak. You know, so so guys in Columbus, Ohio, with camo shorts. Oh, I think Columbus doesn't have a fentanyl problem. I think that's. It's mostly you know like uh, the environs. It's mostly yeah, like Gummo towns. Columbus is like Gummo um, towns. Yeah, Columbus is like uh, you know they got the college there, state university there. It's probably yeah, it's like um, towns in Ohio you never heard of. Yeah, like, like they used like, to have like a like a plastic fork factory. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the old plastic fork work dried up, and you know we've just been dying out here slowly. Yeah. And the plastic fork fumes, you know, they decayed my fingers, so now I can't even jack off remember, anymore. Remember so. Charlie Bucket's dad worked at the, I think it was at the toothpaste tube factory? Yeah, he, he screwed on the toothpaste yeah. caps onto toothpaste, that which is like, like a pretty... The worst job in the world. That's a... Uh, Roald Dahl was pretty good at coming up with whimsically bad jobs. Yeah. I like uh, that, I like that, because, that book a lot because... Um, Despite, of course, you're, I know what you're going to say. Like, Willy Wonk is racist, but... It's like, racist. The Oompa Loompas racist. But um, I like that, uh, you know, Charlie's a, coming from a poor family. It's one of the only class-conscious children's books. Oh, shit. Are you doing the secret socialism of Willy Wonka? <laughs> Yes. Are you doing the secret socialism of Willy Wonka? It's not, a, it's not a socialist book at all because, of course, it's... like the solution is like win the lottery. Yeah, it's a, it's a great lesson for kids. Or no, when you're a child, just prove that you're very innocent to an old eccentric, and yeah. good things will follow. Yeah, like uh, which is very obscene that you know in, in the in the Johnny Depp vehicle. They, he was portraying essentially a Michael Jackson-esque character. So the grooming qualities were there. The grooming qualities were there. Um, I never saw the uh, Johnny Depp one. I might, I might want to watch it uh, just to it's, see how it was. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the quality. It's weird how sharply Tim Burton drops off. Because mm. Tim Burton has like this incredible run of movies. Like, uh, and I'm going to look this up because uh, it's like, 
you can't believe just how many great movies well, in a row he's he got, directed. Got Pee-wee's Big Adventure. That's probably the first good Tim Burton. Yeah. Pee-wee, Beetlejuice, great. Batman, great. Batman. Scissorhands, great. Yeah. Batman Returns, great. Yeah. Ed Wood, great. Yeah. Mars Attacks, great. Yeah. Sleepy Hollow, great, yeah. even. And I like Sleep. I like Sleepy yeah. Hollow. Yeah. I think it's got it's a lot. That but a that's Johnny, the turning point. That that's the inflection point. Sleepy Hollow? Yeah. Uh, and after that, uh, it's it never he never makes a good movie again after Sleepy Hollow. Planet of the Apes, Big Fish, Charlie and the Char- Oh, no, Corpse Bride is all right. Actually, I like Sweeney Todd, too. You know, forget eh. what I said. Eh. Forget what I said. I mean, no, I, no, you're basically right. You're basically right. Sleepy Hollow yeah. is like, it sort of turns back. I mean, maybe maybe he was really affected by 9-11 or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm known for the macabre, but was really macabre was 9-11. It's <laughs> 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 too sad for him. He's like... I, I, I can't do any more sad, weird uh, movies because 9-11 was the weirdest, saddest, Tim Burtonist thing. I had in my head the nightmare before 9-11 where Jack Skellington goes to 9-11 now because it's become a national holiday. <laughs> 9-11 town? <laughs> yeah, 9-11. <laughs> what's this? What's this? There's smoke everywhere. What's this? What's this? There's first responders there. What's this? What's this? <laughs> Everyone is bleeding and it's smoking. What's this? La la la. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> okay, the, night, the nightmare before 9/11. That's what we should pitch to Tim Burton. That could be that could movie. be our low energy drink. That could be the, night, the nightmare before 9/11. Jack Skelling thing on the can and yeah, the cross, Twin Towers cross, burning, cross. and um, I think that's perfect, honestly. Yeah, I think a lot of those Hot Topic kids, that, like, ironic 9-11 jokes, uh, you know, I think they would love smooth downer drinks. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And, oh, boy. And so what drug are we going to put in it, like, to make you go feel down? Uh, well, it's, uh, they have, it's the opposite of taurine. It's chlorine. Okay. It makes with just pure chlorine, chlorine, and it makes people feel woozy and uh, poisoned. So <laughs> to get uh, give you actually chlorine do, poisoning. Why don't we just do water from our swimming pool or something? You know, the swimming pool where I was doing the South Dakota soggy taco. Yeah, <laughs> the South Dakota with your secretaries, yeah. with your uh, with your uh, twelve secretaries. <laughs> uh, what is the South Dakota soggy taco? Um, that's when the lady pees on you. That's 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 during, all it is during a coitus. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, but it, I imagine better, that sort it's of better in the swimming pool because you know we're all, everyone's peeing in the swimming pool anyway. But if the penis is in the vagina, then the pee is spraying out of the penis, creating you know like when you put a spoon with the with the sunken inside uh, in on in on like a running tap and it gets everywhere, you know, because it's. I feel like the oh, penis would create oh, okay. a comical splatter pattern for the pee. Sure. Because the pee would be encircling all around the penis and, you know, creating some... It's like a spirograph, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it's happening in a pool, so... Mm-hmm. You know, that's really the best place to do it, out of the public pool. Mm-hmm. Ever, oh, it's in a public pool? Yeah. It's South Dakota Soggy Taco is in the public, public pool. Has to be in the public pool. Yeah. You have to also You're, be eating... Flaming hot Cheetos when you do it. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of directions. <laughs> a lot of directions. I, I think people are just making these up. I don't know if people are actually doing these sex moves. Um, uh, yeah. South Dakota. It's related have, who, to the the Oregon mud puddle. The Oregon mud puddle, Which of you can probably figure out what that is. Uh, it's ha- diarrhea-ing. It's yeah. when the lady diarrhea's on you in a public pool. Yeah, in a yeah, in a public pool with the flaming hot yeah. Cheetos. They do that in Portland with their hipsters and their Nazis. Um, yeah, for a while in Portland, they were having these these great big parties where the the Nazis would fight the Antifa. Remember that? Yeah, it, it reminds me it of nice. uh, when remember in the early two thousands when you know all all six thousand members of the Arcade Fire fought the, all six thousand members of the Polyphonic Spree. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was the bloodiest battles that the indie world ever saw. You know, they were stabbing each other with banjos. You know, they were sharpening banjos to points. They were whittling banjos down to points. 
right? <laughs> and out of, with the, out of the carnage yeah. came Mumford and Sons. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, you know, how we got Reconstruction, a beautiful time in America. Okay. Mum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what Mumford and Sons is. It's the reconstruction of music. It is. Know? They are. They are the, yeah. the racist throwback. Yeah. Um, and they and that, you know. have 40 slaves, and you <laughs> will free them now because you are my president. <laughs> I don't want to free. Yeah. I don't want to free the slaves. <laughs> Mumford and <laughs> Mumford and Mumford and Sons doing openly racist Confederate music That's is a funny basically idea. their thing. D- wasn't one of the guy actually like a right wing yeah, crank? They had to, yeah, he had to, he had the to banjo leave. guy. <laughs> he had to leave the band. <laughs> they had to. They had to leave the Confederate band for being too regressive. Mm-hmm. Like, what's more, it's a bunch of English cosplaying as Confederates. What a weird group. Oh, yeah. Well, the English have close ties to the Confederacy, as we all know. Absolutely. They were going to jump in. They were they were thinking, of, literally thinking about, like, maybe if the Confederacy starts doing well, we'll jump in. <laughs> and we'll take, Which is funny, because they had outlawed slavery, you know, like, 20 years before. Oh, they didn't give a shit about that. No, no. You kidding me? William Wilberforce, more like William Dilberforce. The English outlawed slavery and then went on to do some of the worst shit ever. <laughs> but they can feel amazing grace, how sweet. That's, that's what that song is about. Um, you know, in terms of throwbacks, we know the fifties. The fifties housewife air is coming back. Oh yeah, it's coming back. You see all these trad gods on Twitter. You see all these return people, and yeah. what they're saying most is that the thing that women want most is to be traditional wives and mothers. And, you know, the last time we had that was in the 50s, the greatest time. High marginal tax rates, Eisenhower, uh, the the Howdy Doody show, and we're combining that. We have these, we have these uh, little miracles of technology, and it's small nuclear bombs to help you clean your apartment. Hmm. Tactical nukes for your yeah, apartment. Yeah, ta- they're so tiny. They're really tiny, like pea-sized nukes. <laughs> and, you know, you throw them on the ground like a smoke bomb, and they clear the area. You makes, know, it's like it burns it all mushroom off. cloud, just like a poop. Yeah. Yeah. And then it dissipates. And, you know, your, your cat might get some fallout there. You know, you might get some mutant cat situation. Your cat might, you know vomit blood and you know turn inside out spontaneously and you know uh you know start start chanting your name backwards you know but hmm. i i think this technology is uh it's really it's really proven it's really proven for those that want to be home home wives yeah you know and which you is know, what we're calling it, it it'll now. help you churn your butter faster Nuke your butter. That's what, you know, they say that with microwaves, but this now you can actually nuke your butter. Yeah, because churning butter was, everyone's like, oh, the 50s were great. I say we go back to the 20s. I say we, <laughs> I say they, we yeah. return to before we had electricity. I think we go back to the most beautiful time in America, Reconstruction Era <laughs> America. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, they were churning a lot of butter with small nuclear bombs then, you know, that's oh, what people don't tell you about. Imagine how ugh, life was so much more difficult before electricity, you know? Yeah, absolutely. When you only had small nukes to to light your way home, you know? Okay, here, here we go. Fanfic where we go back in time and we give the Confederacy nuclear weapons. Whoa! <laughs> I think it might go a little something like this. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh boy. What do we got? Confed nukes. Con- <laughs> I, you know, I think they wouldn't use them. I think they'd be reasonable about it. <laughs> <laughs> this technology should not fall into the hands of anybody. We will destroy it as noble men. <laughs> It'd be, be weird funny. if that's the be funny. Yeah. Did. Robert E. Lee just like surrenders. <laughs> it's like, no, I will not. Nobody should have this technology. The South should not rise. Yeah, we, we, we portray them to be noble, upstanding, large-chinned men. Yeah. We have Jefferson Davis, as, and we, we make and a point of how big a dick he was. That's why we're called Gone with the Wind. Yes. 
That's that's what Gone with the that's Wind is all, about. In like fact. all media about the South is basically mm-hmm. like that. After after like 1930, they're like the South was the noble losers who just lost with so much graciousness. That's what Firefly is about. <laughs> Firefly is the Space Confederates, but they aren't actually. <laughs> but yeah, or that's that's a thread in the Hateful Eight as well. That's Walton Goggins' character. Is he's a is he's a is he's a Noble loser. We were not, it was against us from the beginning. We were fighting for our rights. We're noble losers. Mm-hmm. Well, now that we're taking rights away again in this country, maybe we'll have a part two. Wee! Civil War Part Two, the Podcaster War. This time uh, with mini nukes. <laughs> I, have, I just got this funny image in my head. Of like, you know, in Hook, when the fat kid lifts up his legs and he rolls down the hill and knocks over a bunch of kids, uh-huh. uh, knocks over pirates, bowling ball stuff. I picture like Vosh joining the army. <laughs> he lifts up his legs and he, he rolls down the hill. Launch me, boys! You know, he gets a bunch of fem boys to launch him down a hill and knock a bunch of neo-Nazis out. Uh, well, we're going to have to do something. going to have to do something. Well, I think... Uh, our next product, the next product that we've been hired to... And it's to, our final product of the it's show. It's our final product of the show. But I think it will heal America. It's something that America's been missing this entire time. And it's been right under our noses. Nickels! Okay. Gotta get people interested in nickels again. The coin? Yes. But you're yes, Canadian. How do you know? Uh, we have nickels here, too. Yeah, do you, but do you have pennies? Uh, no, we got rid of our yeah, pennies. Yeah, see, we you know, still that's... have pennies. I think there might be a little nas- transnational, cross-national uh, mistranslation type of thing, because we still love and hold dear our nickels, because we have all these pennies we're constantly throwing away. Well, exactly, exactly. Um, but, you know, I think we need to remind America how much it needs to appreciate nickels. You well, know? we also have the buffalo nickel. Do you have that? Uh no no we don't have we that's we got we, a nickel we, we got co- a nickel with a bird on yeah you guys see you guys are so mean to the indigenous we put them on a nickel <laughs> there you go you know they're on the money Sometimes. so they have an Sometimes. equal share in America yeah, yeah every ten or fifteen years we make another buffalo nickel and put it out and that's that's such a that's such an amazing fuck you we destroy ninety percent of you and now you're on our money yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's America. Every America, so often, man. on our money. Yeah, I think we do that with like Hawaiian indigenous people too, <laughs> with the quarters. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Yeah, Puerto Rico That's doesn't amazing. get anything. That's like the Nazis putting Jews on their money. <laughs> oh, I I guarantee you, if they had won the, the Second World War by now, they would have Jews on their money. They'd be they like, would have their they would have their Jew head nickels. They'd be like they gave they're such a noble sacrifice. <laughs> You know, they have a German guy portraying a Jewish guy on TV, and he, like, sheds a single tear when he sees a piece of trash floating. Right. Wind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what we did to those poor people. <laughs> you know, and they're all weeping. They do land acknowledgement. This was once Jewish land. This was once the Jewish ghetto. Right. We won't give it back to them, but you know, we did some bad things in the past. Uh, well, you know. I think Jewhead nickels are a good way to get people excited again. Is that what the idea was? Well, now that's the idea okay. you, that you've pitched it. I you've pitched, pitched it. it. I, yeah, yeah, don't don't was, put my your name on idea. it. But sure. <laughs> you don't, so let me get this straight. You want your name on Jewhead nickels? No, I don't, because nickels you, is in fact itself an anti-Semitic slur. Okay. So yeah, I mean, our we our original plan, you know, was to have a slogan that said "Nickel, please." Uh, oh but, my uh, god, that was shot down. <laughs> 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 that was shot down. Oh my god, <laughs> might have to edit that out. <laughs> nope, that's the show. Thank you for listening. <laughs> da, 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 da.